Hey, good morning, everybody. Hello, hello. Cyrus, it's good to see you here. Good to be here, Stuart. How are you doing today? I'm very well. It's good to be at, uh, at this conference. How cool to see this many people flying from around the world to your hometown. Um, you've got a pretty storied history here with your family and, and Walmart and, and what you're collectively doing around making Northwest Arkansas one of the best places in the world to live. And so um, I think it'd be great for the crowd to hear sort of the way past, present, future of Northwest Arkansas. We'll kind of jump around between Walmart, transportation logistics, aviation, but let's go back to the kind of beginning of how this all started. So I grew up uh, here in Bentonville, born and raised. And uh, the joke was that on a Saturday night in downtown Bentonville, the square used to be one way and you could actually drive around the square the wrong way and not worry about hitting any traffic or cars. <laughs> and uh, that was kind of uh, Bentonville. I mean, it was a small town. There wasn't a lot of food opportunities. There wasn't a lot of retail opportunities in the downtown environment. And uh, it was a great place to grow up, but uh, it was never really a place that I considered coming back to, to be honest, to live. And you know, as things happen, you go to school, uh, you go see the world a little bit, you start to see your hometown with a little bit different lens. And uh, over the years, my brother and I started kind of buying a bit of uh, property, uh, developing a few trails, and starting to kind of think about what Bentonville could be. And that sort of, over maybe the last 10 years or so, has led to the formation of Runway Group which our goal is to make Northwest Arkansas and Bentonville in particular uh, the best place to live in the United States. And I hope some of you all got the chance to go downtown last night uh, to experience some of the hospitality, uh, some of the vibe. Maybe you got to go to Crystal Bridges. Uh, maybe you had a drink at the Momentary Bar, which I think is the best bar in Arkansas, by the way. And if you haven't had a chance to do that last night, then I'd highly recommend going down there tonight. And that gives you a real sense of where Bentonville is today the present of Bentonville. It's exciting. There's a tailwind kind of blowing through the region. And I think in Bentonville, just the amount of development you see, you see it out here, Pinnacle Hills, um, and you see it across the region. But we really believe that investing in Northwest Arkansas with kind of the regional tailwinds that we have going for us here uh, is going to work out pretty darn well. And that, that's whether you're a tech company, whether you're Walmart, whether you're investing in property, or whether you're starting up new businesses as an entrepreneur. And when we think about the future and sort of this big, and I admit it's, it's a goal that we very well might not be able to achieve of making Bentonville the best place to live in the country. What are the kinds of things that we're going to have to do to make that happen? We're going to have to keep doubling down on the successes that we've had. We're going to have to encourage that quality of life piece, which is just so important you want to attract people, not necessarily companies, because the companies will follow the talent. The companies will follow the people. We're seeing that play out. I'd say we're in the first three innings of that beginning to happen here. I think COVID was kind of this aha moment for a lot of people, Cyrus, in the country about this sort of untapped potential between the coasts. There is so much going on in the United States, and there's so much going on that's not on the coasts in this heartland and we want to be a beacon for how a town that, for one reason or another, probably shouldn't be where it is today, has the chance to be a real light for other towns, other regions in this part of the world 
to say, hey, if they did it, so can we. And, um, you know, our goal is to continue the economic growth here, continue the story of the development of Bentonville. Our town's over 60,000 people now, and it's growing really fast. The, the future's bright. And I want to touch base really quickly on the coasts to the heartland piece. We have the Heartland Summit in Bentonville this week. And Cyrus, uh, he, you grew up in Los Angeles, California, uh, and has more or less relocated here to Bentonville. And, uh, and why don't you talk a little bit about what attracted you to the town? Yeah. You know, I first came to Bentonville probably about seven years ago when we, we were hanging out. And um, I could see the vision. I could see the vision of what was already happening, but where this was going. And if you think about Northwest Arkansas, there really isn't a region in the world that moves more things than this region between Walmart, J.B. Hunt, Tyson, Dassault, Falcon Jet. This is a poorly known statistic. The largest export out of the state of Arkansas is not chicken, it's jets built down in, in Little Rock with the uh, Dassault Falcon Jet. And there's a huge aerospace sort of uh, contingent. And my background originally is in aerospace. And I think maybe it was you that shared this with me, or maybe I saw it somewhere. But if you took the average center of mass of all the humans in the United States, it's almost right directly on top of Bentonville. And it actually speaks to the story of why Walmart perhaps was so successful, is that it was in this perfect nexus where you could get to the entire country with relative ease. And, you know, having been the child of refugee parents that left the Middle East from a war and to come to what I believe to be the greatest country on the planet, where you have the opportunity to have economic mobility and social mobility and physical mobility, it's refreshing to be in a place where you actually feel like you're in the mixing pot of America. I mean, Bentonville, to me, represents the greatest story of America, where you have the greatest entrepreneurial story, your grandfather, um, who built the largest company in the world and has employed millions and millions of people and provided economic prosperity to so many folks all over the world, factories in different countries. And, and so to feel that Americana culture and to feel that I belong, even though I'm a Persian Muslim, grew up in, in Los Angeles, to feel like this is a place where things are happening. And in fact, on the side of the Momentary Museum in, in uh, Bentonville, it actually says, you belong here. And one of my favorite Arkansas stories was um, I was catching a flight going out of, out of XNA Airport back to LA. And I was, I was pretty late to catch that flight. And I have my rental car and I'm running through the, um, the security and I ship my bag through the security and I pull out my pocket and I got my rental car keys. I'm like, oh crap, what do I do? And I'll, all of a sudden I hear somebody say, which rental car company? And I look up and it's a security guard. He said, which rental car company? I'll take it for you. You're not going to see that anywhere else in Los Angeles or on, on the coast. And to me, it's, it's sort of the, the, the thing you can't really describe, but you just have to experience when you're here. And so back to what pulled me into being um, a part of this community and excited about and very long on it as an investor. My day job is investing in technologies that move people and goods cleaner, faster, safer, lower cost on the ground, in the air, sea, and space. There couldn't be a better place to be than being the epicenter of moving things, in which, you know, a big thanks to Craig Fuller and the team at, at uh, Freight Waves for bringing all of you here together, that we're going to see a lot more activity in and around here. And I think it's probably a good segue over to the past, present, future of Walmart, you know, with your sort of grandfather's founding story and kind of like where you see things going from a technology perspective and just general insights for, for the benefit of perhaps a lot of Walmart vendors and or soon to be that are in the room. Yeah, I mean, um, a really wise guy, uh, 
not a wise guy, but a wise guy, <laughs> uh, once told me retailing is very simple. It's buying goods, shipping goods, and selling goods. And if you think about where retail is today, you have dramatic changes in all three of those aspects of retailing. I mean, buying is becoming more automated and, and obviously way more data-driven. Uh, the selling of products happens on people's phones, uh, you know, almost as much as it does anywhere else. Probably not bricks and mortar, but it, but it's growing and it's it's here to stay, I promise you. And I think, you know, it's going to just continue to take share from other channels of retail. And then you have the moving of goods, uh, which is particularly relevant to this summit and the, and the conference that you're having here today. And even though there's dramatic changes going on in the buying and the selling of goods, I think the most dramatic transformation is about is what's going on in, in the movement of goods. And, you know, there are, there are incredible innovations going on in, in how goods are being moved today. And a warehouse today in the present does not look like a warehouse did in the past. And I can promise you, because I've had a little glimpse under the hood, that a warehouse in the future will look far, far different from a warehouse today. And, you know, people think innovation is sort of like an app or something, you know, sort of tech magic related. But a lot of innovation is actually improving processes looking at data in new ways, which I think FreightWaves allows you to do, and improving your own processes, whether it's interaction with your customer or improving your own sort of end-to-end product supply chain. Um, and so the, the innovation that we're seeing in the movement of goods, and stores will continue to be incredibly relevant to that movement of goods, whether, it's, whether you're fulfilling e-commerce orders out of them, we're doing that today, or whether they're, uh, you know, being shopped by your customers, or potentially whether they're being shopped by uh, other folks that are that are serving their customers. They're, but stores will continue to be relevant. The real estate footprint of Walmart is what I believe is one of our fundamental key uh, strategic advantages. Um, and as we continue to make investments in our supply chain. It's, it's really where a tremendous amount of capital is going to be going from Walmart for the next five years is into our supply chain, into the movement of goods. And, and there's a really exciting kind of future that's becoming clearer and clearer now. And this is where Cyrus really uh, participates heavily, but it's in the kind of future of mobility, and that's goods and people. Um, and Cyrus uh, was named recently the chair of the Future of Mobility Council, uh, for the state of Arkansas. Governor Asa Hutchison uh, put that together and Cyrus is leading that. So Cyrus, talk a little bit about the future of mobility. Yeah, I think we're in, in one of the most interesting times in human existence. And I use the example of perhaps we're on the precipice of the second internet. The first internet providing very low latency access to data. I want to know something, I know it. The second internet being very low latency access to physical matter. I want to have something, I have it. And do in a way that's low cost, as negligible environmental impact that ultimately provides a higher quality of life to those that benefit from it. Um, and we see that with the cycling work that you've done in, in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, this is incredible. Over, what, a five-year period, Northwest Arkansas has become the mountain biking capital of the world. Um, and that's been through a lot of the work that Stuart and, and his brother Tom have done. Um, and, and it fits all the way to flying cars and drones. I mean, just down the road here in Pea Ridge, Arkansas, you have Zipline delivering goods to 
uh, customers in partnership with Walmart. You see the Gaddock autonomous trucks outside. You see uh, companies like Canoe, an electric vehicle manufacturer that's going to start manufacturing here in Bentonville. And really, with the enablement of Walmart and J.B. Hunt and with Tyson and an incredibly progressive governor and government that is pushing the boundaries of what's possible and not allowing legislature and red tape to slow, thing down, slow things down, but really be an accelerant. And with, with the governor's mandate to myself and our council members is, let's make Arkansas the shining beacon of the hill where every entrepreneur on the planet that wants to move things quicker, faster, safer, lower cost and do it the biggest companies in the world, they have one place in mind they think of, and it's coming to Arkansas. So they can expand the benefits of their technologies and their, and their businesses. Um, you know, Arkansas also is quite a rural state. Mm-hmm. And, and there's, I think there's a, a real play because a lot of these technologies will be either more relevant to rural parts of the country or first experimented with and tested and, and sort of developed in rural parts of the country. And so, again, there's another area for the state to really kind of promote itself and, and lend itself to this kind of uh, innovation and in, in, in the transportation of goods. Yeah, it, you know, the sandbox, what is it, we have 3 million people in Arkansas. I mean, that's, it's a manageable amount of people over a relatively large um, land area where you can do things that are a little more difficult than do places like Santa Monica or, or Manhattan. And, you know, one of the things we're really excited about is figuring out a way for more and more companies that are here visiting to end up staying here. And I think there's, there's really two ways to be able to, to do that. So if there are any start, how many startups are in the room? Three, hands up. Okay. If any startups are looking for funding, Allie Worson right there, my colleague at Up Partners, we'd love to have a conversation with you. Um, and if you're interested in exploring about what you can do in Northwest Arkansas, Jordan Bearden, is Jordan around somewhere? Where's Jordan? There's Jordan Bearden right there. You should talk to her. Uh, she's leading the economic development work that, for Tom and Stewart uh, to help make incredible companies come here and get connected with the, the largest companies in the state And because um, you belong here. Very good. You know, uh, Cyrus, one other thing I think that's so interesting, and, and maybe we could finish with this, but let's talk past, present, and future of aviation and then relate that to kind of where you see uh, the, this kind of new era of aviation going. Yeah. So one stunning statistic. Only one out of five human beings living on the planet today has ever flown on an airplane. Stop and think about that. 80% of humanity hasn't benefited from the mobility that probably every single one of you has. Um, And what the consequences to education, cultural learnings, commerce, so on and so forth. And so what we're seeing today is a convergence of exponential technologies that are going to allow the benefits of things like electric vertical takeoff landing vehicles, flying cars and drones and all these things to be able to be proliferated to a much larger swath of society. And uh, something that we're really excited about here in a, in a few weeks, where Stuart and I are hosting an event called the Up Summit, uh, which is turned into sort of like the Davos of mobility, where we're bringing in 200 of the top minds in the future of mobility um, to Bentonville. After, this is a five-year sort of thing we've been working on, um, where we've got guys that are and gals that are changing the world of how things move through the sky, on the ground, sea and space, all converging uh, here in Bentonville coming up in the next few weeks. So it's an exciting time. Billions of dollars are being invested in it. And um, excited to see what, what comes of it all. Yeah, the thing that stands out to me is like that you have tremendous advances in technology, whether it's battery technology or the, just, uh, the software that's running these drones and the, the ease with which people are able to kind of engage with it. And, and the capacity and capability of this technology is just growing exponentially. 
And then alongside that, you have just a phenomenal, there's kind of no other way to put it, phenomenal amount of investment going into this. And so there are going to be winners and losers, and there are probably going to be a lot more losers than winners. So best of luck out there investing in this. <laughs> um, but the reality is that those two things kind of run along in parallel, I think, are really going to, to lead to some pretty interesting breakthroughs and innovations. And I think that, you know, like I said earlier, the way that supply chain, the way that warehouses, the way that logistics happens today in the United States, you all know this, it, it looks different than it did 30 years ago. There's just, I mean, you, it's just, you, you, you can't really disagree with that. But when you think about it over a longer period of time and you think about the capital and the technology that are coming together today, it's going to look wildly different in 30 years from, you know, in 30 years time. And I think it'll be more efficient. I think it'll be unbelievably convenient. I think it'll be more competitive. And I think it'll be, uh, you know, better for humanity overall. And I think it's going to be a hard thing to bring a lot of awareness to, but there's no question that, you know, a lot of the strength of this country's economy runs on the backbone of our transportation, roads, rail, networks, airways, and the like. And, uh, and I think that there's going to be some really exciting opportunities to play in that space going forward. We'd love to be a part of it here. We will be a part of it, I think, almost de facto because of the companies and the resources that this region brings to bear. And uh, if anybody's interested in learning more about what's going on here, come talk to us. Awesome. Good to be with you, Stuart. Thanks so much, Thanks, everyone. Cyrus. Appreciate it. Go on one more time for a second.